relax, take your time, don't stress out, chill before you get a burnout, relax, take your rest. Even when you're busy, life is too precious to be hasty. Relax, just stay calm, don't run all day, you will run your life away. Relax, don't worry too much, have some fun, a little quality time is worth a brilliant. Relax, I will promise you the world will survive even if you take five. Five minutes, 30 days, one life-changing question. Grab a copy of the Million Dollar Genius Question to activate your genius right now. Hey, this is Nilofar Savdar, author, summit host, coach, healer, and you've tuned in to the Genius Activator podcast. Every week, I bring in the geniuses who spend their whole life in the boundless realm of genius. We explore their genius stories and collect some cool tips on how you can spend more of your lives in your zone of genius, where creativity flows freely. And today's guest is Emma Matthews, who went from having it all with the nice house, the executive car, the six-figure salary and benefits, the fancy job title and PA to having a complete breakdown in office one day to leaving her corporate career to fully heal herself. She likes to call herself a burnout survivor who wants to positively impact the lives of others and raise awareness of this condition. Welcome to the show, Emma. I am so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you for that kind welcome. It's so great to be here today. And I love the words that you read out at the start. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So Emma, um, how did you go from burned out to finding your inner genius? Yeah, so I guess rewinding now about five years, I was in a, a senior position in the banking industry and I didn't actually realise I was headed on the path to burnout. I had just steadily over the years taken on more and more responsibility, put more and more of myself into the workplace. I can remember having thoughts of, is this really all there is? but I didn't realize I was on the path to such a kind of catastrophic mental health incident. Um, so basically I was, I was in the office one Friday, last meeting of the week before the weekend, a problem came up and it was almost like a fire went off in my brain. I, it's still to this day, really hard to describe. And I literally felt like I was dying. And what I've realized since is that was a huge panic attack where basically I had missed all of the signs of burnout where my body had been whispering to me that something was wrong. This was it literally saying, Emma, you've got to stop right now because you have pushed beyond all limits. So really that day in the office was both... um, probably one of the worst days of my life but now with hindsight probably the best thing that could have happened to me because it took me out of an environment where I had just completely lost my soul lost who I was my identity just became wrapped up in that corporate career 
And really that was the catalyst to me going within myself, finding out who I was and finding this, this life of passion, activating my genius to use your language as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, it's kudos to you that you had that courage to actually go inside and to follow a different path. You know, there are so many people who hear all these whispers, who have these things, but they never, you know, like I was um, coaching someone the other day and I can really see he is in that zone of burnout. And he was like, you know, I want to change my job and I, uh, I want to make a new CV and I just can't seem to do it. And, uh, you know, we were doing some processes together and it was like, you know, what was coming from inside was that none of that now just take a break, take a year off explore other things and you know and he just you know was not willing to listen to that because he was like oh my god you know if I don't have a job then what is my life going to be and and the most important thing is it's not like you know he is financially in a crunch or something but people are so used and so fixated on that career mm. and that retirement and you know they are just not willing to look at things so it, it requires a great deal of courage like you you showed and you know you kind of but I'm sure uh, you uh, are making it uh, really easy for people to shift from that burnout to choosing a different life and I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, so 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 many things came up for me as you were you were sharing that case study, and I can relate a bit. I probably before burnout basically took me out, took away my health. Probably was that person who, if I'd have sat down and had a conversation with a coach, I'd have known I was out of balance, but I wouldn't have realised that there was a world of possibility available to me because I only had experienced the corporate world. However, had you put me in a room with someone who could have said to me, Emma, if you continue this way, you were going to lose six months of your life. You're going to completely lose yourself in the process. You're going to be seeing a psychiatrist having therapy. I'd have listened to that. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about now is actually sharing my story. So people who can relate to that, that sense of being a high achiever, putting work first, um, always excelling that they can actually see what that path can lead to and it's not something that's been easy for me actually I'm quite a private person before burnout people that work with me in the workplace knew I had a cat and that was about it that was me sharing <laughs> but now actually by I've found the most powerful thing is to share my story and in terms of the work that I do on the recovery side share things that I have found to be helpful not in a way that you must do this, more as a, a human sharing with other humans. That I have found to be the most powerful thing. And obviously I'm a trained coach, I'm a hypnotherapist. There's, there's a place for the tools, the techniques, but sometimes you just need to talk to a real human that you can relate to to a degree. And that was what was absolutely missing in my recovery process. I felt like I was in a um, quite robotic medical process and I just didn't know anyone else that this had happened to. And the really sad thing is in hindsight, 
so many of my colleagues were experiencing similar things, but everyone was isolated in that process. Um, so I make sure now that no one has to go through this alone. At the very least, they can consume some of my social media content and feel a connection with someone who's been there before. Yeah, and isn't it so sad? Because when you're going through something like this, you feel like, you know, oh my God, I'm the only one who's going through this and nobody really understands me. And you want to actually hide it. You don't want to, uh, yeah. to show it because you are so afraid of being judged. So Emma, you know, for a person like, for example, my client, you know, who is on that path to burnout. And so what would be a small baby step that they could take to maybe, you know, see that something else is possible for them? Yeah, and it varies person to person what the hook is one of the perspectives that I like is maybe taking an end of life perspective or at least an older version of yourself thinking when I'm at that stage whatever age it is that you have in your your mind what do I want to look back on my life and think what would be the things that I would celebrate and be proud of um, I know had I done that exercise actually at the time that I was on the path to burnout, it would have helped me realize the long term repercussions of what I was doing, because I wasn't happy, I wasn't fulfilled, and I wasn't actively doing anything to change that. So I find that's quite a po powerful exercise for people because often what comes up is people will talk to you about they want to have spent time with the love of their life, their children, their family. And then they look back at the situation today and go, many of the things that are important to me, they're not, they're not balanced. Or they'll have that perspective of, actually, I would really celebrate me trying something new just because I don't want to get to later life and, and then have regrets. So that's a, that's a really good, powerful exercise. Um, but really the overall message is we are the architects of our life and actually the, the reality that you've created now, you can change that. There's reasons why that can be easier or harder than people, but everyone has something within their life that they can change to, to get closer to what they want. I really believe that. I've seen so many people go from burnout in jobs that they hate to actually living in line with their passions, feeling happy, feeling healthy, feeling fulfilled. So I, I've seen the evidence that it's absolutely possible, even if you feel like, oh, there's some financial pressure or family pressures, there's always something that we can do. It just takes that initial first step and that desire to change. Yeah, and I think it's, it's uh, the most important part there is the desire isn't it because once you have the desire then you are actually willing to see that yes you know something else is possible and even though in that moment you may not know what that is but you know you're like yes it is possible and in and in that from that perspective i think it's great to know that there are other people who have done it, you know, like you and, you know, maybe some of your colleagues and, and, you know, as I've been creating this uh, podcast, you know, the number of people, uh, you know, I've been inviting people to be guest speakers on the part podcast. So the number of people who've reached out to me and who've been sharing stories of, you know, this moment when, 
you know, something shifted for them and they let go of a reality that was no longer working for them. And then they chose something different. And, you know, what they have created from that one moment of choice is just amazing. Yeah. And I love what you said about just learning from people who've done it. One of the most powerful things I've done on my journey is to put myself in communities and masterminds of people who've already created those lives, those businesses of their dreams. And there's something so powerful of just being around people who are the evidence of what's possible for you. It's just amazing. So that's what I always recommend when people speak to me about how to choose a coach, a mentor, look for someone who has achieved something that you're excited about that you desire and then just be in their energy learn from them yeah yeah that's amazing Emma um and so what what uh, you know what other uh tools can you share with people you know who want to uh go and create a different life look at something different than what they are living right now yeah, I find there's um, people are, are motivated in different ways. So there's a group of people who will feel out of alignment and want to move away from that pain point. So I always think the first step is just being in that case, getting really clear on what what isn't serving you and why because it can be powerful to know what you don't want. And sometimes when you start clearing some of that out, you become clearer on what you do want. So there's that camp of people. There's other people who know what they want. <clears throat> they feel that desire. And that's where I think it's really important to just be in communities or work with someone who's paved that path. Because there's moments on this journey where it gets hard. And if you've got that support around you, that evidence of what's possible, that's when you can easily keep going. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just getting clear on is there something that you, you're trying to move away from or is there something that you're feeling a pull of desire towards? And I find my clients is a split between two things. Some people will be feeling in a mess with burnout and just want to feel better. Other people come to me and they say, I just don't want the rest of my life to be like this. This is what I want. Yeah. So so the people, you know, who come to you, who, who are really uh, impacted a lot by burnout like what are some of the things that they can use to actually start to feel good about themselves like what you know are there some uh, small practices that they can put in you know things that they can do on a daily basis like maybe breathing or something yeah burnout is really interesting because it manifests in different ways for different people if we're purist about the term it's when there's chronic chronic stress in the workplace so you've had that level of stress that's built and been persistent over time to the point that it's affected your health so at the more severe end of the scale definitely an individual should be seeing a doctor um therapy is quite often very very helpful just to work through the kind of most severe impacts for a lot of people who've kind of pushed themselves beyond all limits they need some time away from the workplace to recover so that's in the most severe cases I guess for people who feel I don't know maybe they're coming out the other side or they notice they're on a path and they need to make some changes 
the, the work really is around getting clear on what has pushed them out of balance. There's a real um, misconception that burnout just comes from overworking. Yes, that is the case for, for lots of people, but in many cases, it's also things like their values are not in alignment. They don't have a sense of community around them. There's a, there's a lack of fairness. So I always think that the, the clearer you can get on what's put you out of balance, the more precise you can be about what you do next. Um, but in terms of general things, um, a lot of the reason that burnout happens is that we'd, we've got a disconnection between mind and body. Quite often people are living in their logic in these high powered careers and they forget to that they're a feeling human being. So any practices that just help you connect mind and body a bit more for some people, it's meditation, yoga. For me, walks in, in nature just help me keep my stress in check. Literally, as I'm walking my dog, I can feel almost like the, the stress of the day pouring out of me. So I never get to that point of chronic stress. Yeah, I mean, um, nature, nature is such a beautiful thing. You know, it's like that is my go to thing, like no matter what. The first thing that I wake up, I have to get out of the house. And, and even though I live in the desert, you know, whatever the nature here, just being in that nature is just so amazing. And you, yeah. of course, live in such an amazing part of the world. It's so beautiful. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very lucky. I live in the part of the UK that they call the Garden of England. So it's very green. I live near woods and, and, and countryside. So but that that was an intentional move. When I uh, burned out, I lived in London, I could see my high rise office from my house window. So I made made that decision that actually nature is important for me, I'm going to move, move towards it. So I think, really, all of this work is just getting to know yourself and spotting the signs when you're out of alignment or spotting the signs when you're coming across something that is right for you. Um, so to give a practical example of that, what I've learned now is the earliest sign of stress becoming um, not positive in my life is that my right eye starts flickering. It's such a micro thing to be aware of, but that one small thing helps me stay well because it's a superpower that lets me know as soon as I need to readjust something. So getting to that level of where, uh, awareness is, is amazing. Most people don't live with that. Yeah, I mean, and our body can be such a wonderful instrument of awareness, isn't it? Because our body is aware of everything. It is literally aware of everything. Like the other day, you know, I had a back pain and I was like, just walking and I was wondering about the pain and I, I said I wonder what that is and you know instantly the, this incident popped in my head and I was like oh my god you know I was so pissed off in that thing and you know when I mentally could be okay with that you know the pain went away and then of course it came back and then again I tuned in and there was something else so our body is so aware such a wonderful instrument of awareness. And I love it how you have a very specific tell, which is your right eye flickering. Oh my God, that is so amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I've literally, I just came to that awareness by actually getting out of balance and thinking 
what was the earliest warning sign and it's work that everybody can do and I love the example that you shared you created the the space to actually check in with your body you noticed something was out of alignment and you explored it just being that intentional is an absolute superpower such a great example to share yeah absolutely absolutely Wow, Emma, you know, this has been really amazing. Is there anything else that you would like to kind of share with people who are experiencing or who just maybe started off with a little burnout and, you know, uh, what would you kind of uh, share with them? Yeah, the biggest tip that I have is not to ignore the signs. The challenging thing with burnout is it can present in so many different ways. Some people, the earliest signs are quite physical. I've had clients that kind of have lost hair, their nails have started breaking, like very physical things. With other people, it can be suddenly they have emotional outburst. Maybe they're angry, maybe they're crying. Uh, with other people, they just notice they're becoming less and less productive more hours to achieve less there's that brain fog coming in um with other people they just notice their sense of self they're becoming less confident it can present in different ways so my big tip really is just to acknowledge when things are feeling out of sync and take action straight away by me not being aware of those things and not taking action I literally lost six months of my life in the pit of severe burnout not being a functioning person and had I listened to a conversation like this and taken action it would have saved me so much pain so I'd say just use the support that's available to you whether it's medical whether it's therapy whether it's finding someone like me for some coaching or or Unilifurb just really noticing those signs and actually knowing that you deserve to have a a life that you enjoy and that fulfills you we don't have to settle yeah and it's no longer a thing that you know like our parents had you get into one job and you retire at the end of it it's no longer that anymore it's like literally the world is the limit like we were talking about you know the internet allows you be you to be connected to the whole world So you could be just literally sitting in the house and doing what I'm doing or what you are doing. And so much is available to you. Yeah, you just have to take that first step, really. And I'm amazed now that actually the worst thing that's ever happened to me turned into something that's created this business and this life that I love. So I'm grateful for that. (laughs) Yeah. So Emma, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and how do people connect with you and how do they know more about you? Yeah, great question. So my website is defeatburnout.com. There you'll find lots of free content about burnout, the warning signs, recovery, also details on how to work with me if that's something that you're feeling a pull to do. And then I'm active on many social media channels um instagram and tiktok are are big ones and my handles at emma matthews underscore coaching there thank you so much for listening you guys and until next time live your whole life in the boundless realm of your genius 
I'm Nilofar Safdar, your genius activator coach, and I'll see you next week. You can find me on Instagram at Nilofar Safdar, Facebook at Nilofar Safdar, LinkedIn at Nilofar Safdar. And don't forget to grab a copy of the Million Dollar Genius Question. Five minutes, 30 days, one life-changing question. That's all it takes to activate the genius within you.